Well, it is good. <laughs> Welcome to the Energy Wise Home Show, guys, with Chris and Travis. Hi there. And we have a new uh, new person in the uh, studio studio with us yeah. today. In addition to our crew and staff, her name is Allison Jones. Hello. Yay! Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome. We're glad to have you here with us today, and we're talking today a little bit about fall maintenance of your furnace. Man, what an exciting topic that's going to be. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you don't even know. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. In our world right now, it is. Yeah, we are looking we looking at fall. Yeah. Back yeah. to school has happened. Yep. And uh, it seems like it was summer yesterday. Off to the fall races, so <laughs> to say. I think technically it's still yeah. summer. Yeah, it is actually still summer. But here we go on fall, and we're tur- starting to turn our furnaces on or getting ready to start turning our furnaces on. We want everybody to be I safe. I am not turning my furnace on yet. Yeah. I'm not. There's old people just, that are. Just are not. Now that I'm in the old people class, I made it to 50, 50 this week. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah believe it or not. Congratulations. Sam. High fives. Yeah, man. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Like that high fives. <laughs> and so, uh, so when you call Chesterfield Service out to give you routine maintenance uh, for fall, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of a rundown on what to expect uh, when the technician shows up or even uh, before that. And then a little short list of what we kind of do while we're in the client's home uh, to get you prepared for uh Something that you may not have had done <laughs> in the past, uh, or maybe you've had it done, and ours is totally different than the lion's Some. share of our comp- uh, competitors yeah. out there. So, uh, where to start? Where to start? Start starting. Starting uh, off right off the bat. Yeah, with a for one thing, greeting from Shannon probably yeah, on the phone when you schedule us, or right? Suzanne, one of the one of the ladies in the office. If it's super busy, you might even talk to Allison when you call in. Possibility. Um, <laughs> and one of the things that they're going to ask for is your email. What? Yep. Yeah. Email. We want to be able to connect with you digitally because we don't have necessarily paper out in the field anymore. That is uh, crazy we, talk, mister. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, especially for our industry. Yeah. Um, we have gone to 95% paperless, I'll say. And, um, that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we still do have some papers here and there. I've got some on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> we keep them around just for fun. Yeah. Now, but the, all the, everything that's uh, done in the technician's hands uh, is all done uh, via electronics of some type. And so uh, anywhere from your uh, information, uh, previous uh, service calls that we've done uh, are all at his fingertips. So that makes it nice. We're able to see yeah. a little bit of... Uh, what's happened in the past and uh, see if there were recommendations made or repairs done in the last 60, 90, 120, oh, three, three years. years. Yeah. Something like that. Three years <laughs> since we've been on this system. So they've got access to all that information, um, so which is which is really It makes cool. it nice. Uh, that way you can kind of really get an eye on what uh, what's going on with your system. If you've had a reoccurring situation or things that are having a tendency to get dirty over and over again too fast or whatever the case may be. And get a handle on the bill, and as well as uh, the repair situations that you've had. So, uh, when you call and talk to Shannon, she's going to get a minimal amount of information, especially if you're a previous client, uh, because a lot of that stuff we already have. But then, uh, above and beyond that, she's going to go ahead and schedule it at your convenience. Uh, we have hours that range anywhere from an eight o'clock call to Saturdays uh, yep. as well. And yep. So, and we're working at working at making that schedule even more uh, reasonable or more flexible for our clients. So, so, every time we we look at scheduling, we go, okay, how can we make this a little bit better? What can we add? Um, what's important? What isn't important? So, um, anyway, so you'll schedule with with Shannon or Suzanne, and then 
Uh, the guy, uh, the way the digital process works is when the technician is en route, you get an email saying, hey, this technician is en route. Uh, it sends his a little short bio about him with a picture. Like a resume. Yeah, a little bit. Ish. A little bit. Ish. Yeah. Not, uh, not That's a nice picture of him. It'll show you the truck that he's going right. to show up in, stuff like it that. Does? I think yeah, it does. Not, not yet. I thought it was, oh, really? No, doesn't show the truck yet. All right. Yeah, it's on there. So it's on the list to be done. <laughs> We're not there yet. Um, but anyway, it does have a picture of the technician. I do know that right now. Right. And then uh, as we progress, uh, you know, tech shows up at your house, parks generally uh, in the driveway, and then he's going to come knock on the door and introduce himself. Should have a, a business card to hand you, and then uh, we're going to take a look at, at the equipment. Well, and he's uh, a uniformed guy. Yeah. Uh, he should, like Travis said, he should have a business card, and the truck will be well marked. Uh, we don't send any, uh, what is it, incognito trucks, trucks that are no. uh, plain white T trucks out there. <laughs> uh, they actually do have all of our company logo and lettering on the should side of them. Should be logoed well marked. Yeah. occasionally, and I'm thinking of a specific situation today. <laughs> we've got a tech out there. Up, yeah. 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 So we've got a tech in a, in yeah, a rental van. Yeah. We're going to. Yeah, sorry but, about that, but yeah, but so ninety eight percent of the time we yeah ninety nine percent of the time because it's a new van that's in the shop, which is bummer. unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to come in. We're going to talk to you about uh, your thermostat, your thermostat settings, things like that. Also, where your thermostats are located. Um, some people have more than one thermostat. Other folks just have a singular. Yep. So uh, we're going to talk about that and then find out if there's any problem areas in the home. A lot of a lot of people really struggled this summer with hot spots and what was the most uncomfortable room. Right. So I know we had one. My my daughter renamed it on our on our little uh, app the most uncomfortable room in the house. <laughs> <laughs> was it her room? Yes. Well, she's about ready to go to college then. That's right. I'm thinking you got another, uh, you know, nine, ten months of this and uh, you're she'll out. Be out. <laughs> <Yeah>. Simple. <laughs> the most uncomfortable room in the house. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Room that's always too hot. Something Certainly like that. so. So, Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, why don't you start paying the bills? <laughs> yeah, we'll probably have that fixed. <laughs> um, so once the guy checks out the thermostat, asks a few basic questions, he's going to yep. run off to the uh, run off to the basement and start yep. doing his regular maintenance. And so, looking looking for any any issues that could be energy wasting or problem incurring mm-hmm. uh, for the next you know six to nine months. One of the things, and we were talking about that a little bit this morning, is uh, this year, because it's been so hot, we have had a really long summer season that um, has made stuff really dirty. So filters that you may only change once a year, uh, in this case, because we had such a long, hot summer, we may have to change them spring and fall this year. Right, right. Um, and, and, you know, even air conditioners that were cleaned in the springtime, they're going to be filthy this time of the year, yeah. more yeah. than likely. Yeah, just because of the amount of runtime that we had over the summer this time. I mean, if you compare it to last year and the year before, you probably got, you could have gotten two years of runtime on a maintenance just about uh, yeah. in comparison to this year. Yeah, I, mean, I, I got to do the toasty one. The um, specifics on that because there are there are yeah, ways that we can run find times. Yep. yeah run times and and I bet we've had a much higher than average runtime year. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to start filling out some paperwork probably while they're down there, taking a look at some things, a variety of different things where we have a checkpoint checklist that's about, what, 30 or 50 things long they're going to check out while they're down there. It's a whole bunch of things. 
It's, We're going to go step by step, point by point on this. <laughs> I don't think we got enough time. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of which, oh, we are uh, up coming up at the first, first break. break here. So we're going to be back in just a couple of minutes, and we'll talk talk about that checklist and get some uh, get some information about that. And I'll I'll just hit the bullet points, the high points uh, of that. Oh, checklist. that sounds great! I know. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> this segment brought to you by the good folks over at Chesterfield Service. Chesterfield Service takes pride in providing the highest quality heating, cooling, and appliance repair with the finest customer service in the Greater St. Louis and surrounding areas. In fact, we are so committed to offering you the best service that we train our staff to become your customer service expert. We're so sure that you'll love our service that we offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. We thrive to exceed our clients' expectations. Feel free to browse our site, and if you need further information, contact our customer service experts. 532-5841, give us a call. Welcome back to Chesterfield Services. EnergyWise Home Show Guys Show. Yes. <laughs> We're here in the studio with Chris and Travis and Allison with Chesterfield Service. Hi. <laughs> We're back. We're back. All right. So we're talking about maintenance. Of your fall, uh, well, fall maintenance of your furnace, right? Right. Because you, know, you could do a fall maintenance of your air conditioner. I guess you could, especially after the hot summer we've had. Technically. Yep. And, and that's another thing we talked about with, with the tech staff is if we happen to be out on a no cool or something like that right this minute, yeah, we can go ahead and do that fall and summer maintenance today. Shot. Yeah, and yeah, we even offer a discount on that. Yeah, right now this yeah. time of year, that's for At sure. This moment we do, yep. so it's a possibility. Anyway, all right, back to our checklist. Uh, we've got thirty some points of things that we do. Um, <laughs> one of the things that we do is we we actually look at the batteries of the thermostat. Yep, thermostat has batteries. Check the dates on them and make sure that the connections are good. If you have batteries, we'll go ahead and change them for you. Um, if you'd like to actually run your program, we can probably go ahead and program the thermostat while we're there. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> About 80 to 90% of the time. I won't yeah. say all the time because some of those of ding-dang thermostats, yeah. and I'm thinking <laughs> of some um, hardware store brands, Yeah, those things are almost unprogrammable. Unless you were the <laughs> guy who— It's an unprogrammable, programmable <laughs> yes, thermostat. Unless you were the guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. who made that thermostat, Yeah, I don't know too many people that can really program impossible. those effectively. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say that some of the thermostats that we have to offer right now that are Wi-Fi enabled wow. can actually go on your smartphone, and they're pretty intuitive. Yeah. I mean, it's you. Well, having it's it on an your app. smartphone, the nice part about it is those, even though if you've got it built in where it's a program, having it right there on your phone, it's very I'm easy just to cold. go ahead and, yeah, I'm a little boom, warm. boom, boom, yeah. 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 So that makes it really nice, super easy to use, and pretty much eliminates the need for time setback features. <laughs> Well, it so, does, but it also it also lets you, you know, sit down in the comfort of your own chair and right. go, okay, All right, well, man, we're rabbit trailing. Let's get back on that 30. Yep. Does that happen to us? No. Okay, <laughs> didn't think so. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and move on downstairs to the furnace and look at some of the some of the stuff that we've got going on down there. Um, let's see. One of the things that we train on with our techs is keeping our eyes, ears, and nose open because all of the things nose too. Yes, nose as well. Because mm. um, a lot of the stuff that we do, it, it's it's happening in sequence. Right. And our techs have enough experience that they know what sequence it should be doing. What's and next? what's next in that sequence. And you can actually, I can be 15, 20 feet away from a furnace and listen to it and know if it's doing what it should be doing or not. You know, if it's making Ooh. extra noises, extra clicks. Right. Or 
pops or bangs or weird stuff or like not. that. Right, or not. <laughs> um, That's the tricky you know, part. Little chatters or different things like that. So we do train on that, and the guys, uh, as they're coming down to the furnace, they're going to make sure that it starts up even before we touch it. So we're going to make sure it's actually running uh, Operational before we and going. start to tear it apart. Yes. To make sure that we don't induce some of our own problems on the furnace. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you know, it may have been working okay last uh, Fall. last winter. Spring. Spring. Early spring. Uh, but something over the summer may have caused it to stop working. So we want to make sure that we're kind of on the front side of that and diagnose the problem before we jump into it to where we put it all back together. Now it's not working. We go, uh-oh. One of the main things I always hear about whenever we get into fall maintenance is everybody's all, you know, well, we got to have the heat exchanger checked. Yes. And everything cleaned up. I know that's probably on the list or coming up on the list. Well, it is. Um, is that what it used to be in the past? Well, not really. question. There you go. <laughs> He's throwing that one up there. Yeah. Softball. Uh, yep. Um, the reality is the heat exchanger testing is a little bit different than what it used to be. Uh, it used to be really simple in that this heat exchanger was a big tubular type of sheet metal totally. device. Totally. <laughs> um, and you could, I mean, you could reach your hand up in there and feel around. Yeah. Well, not so much anymore. Right. These new heat exchangers are smallish. And, and the flame that's actually going in there is smaller as well. But the amount of heat that it gives off is the same or even more in some sta- right. some s- situations. So, testing that heat exchanger has changed a little bit, and we use a couple of different technologies. One is is a camera that we can actually, it's like a camera on a stick, uh, but it's a little tiny, and we put it inside the furnace, and we look around and physically look at that heat exchanger. Right. That's something that we probably could have done in years past if we had that technology. We didn't. Um, the other thing that we do is we have this special type of um, UV dye that we can spray onto the outside of the heat UV exchanger. UV dye. UV dye. It's a... Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's it's a special type of liquid that we can spray in there, and it's got a UV... Um, ultraviolet. Color. Ultraviolet color to it. Uh, so we spray that on the outside of the heat exchanger, and it actually seeks any small holes, and it'll actually go through that hole, and it'll show up a crack. So when you shine this UV flashlight, ultraviolet flashlight in there, it's it's like a black light and it just stands yeah. out. Yeah. So this technology was brought to us by uh, aerospace. Air, yeah, aerospace industry, and yep. so pretty cool. I mean, we we use it uh, on every one of our heat exchangers uh, because a lot of times the cracks that are inside those furnaces you can't see them even with a with a with a camera uh, that has. Uh, the ability to see inside there, you, in some cases, you can't see the crack. Yeah, they're difficult. It'll be in a weld. It'll be or... off to the side, someplace on the back side of something you can't see. So with this ultraviolet, really makes uh, really makes it one easier for us. And number yeah. two, it ensures you of not having a problem and you know, you causing a, yeah, causing a situation you don't want in your home. So right, right. So you know, testing that heat exchanger is super important. Um, they they used to use a technology that was Nothing more than a candle. You'd put that candle in the heat exchanger and you'd look for that flame to actually move around. And that was a sign that, hey, we've got a crack in that metal and there's air coming through it. Um, 
That's the way we used to do when I was a kid. Yeah, back in the good old days. <laughs> back in the day. Did we talk yeah. about Chris turning 50 this week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that how old, I was, that's how I was but, trained. I was actually trained by the people at Laclede Gas on how to expect yeah. a heat exchanger properly. Right. And it was with the candle test. Yep. Believe it or not. And Classic. You put it, yeah, you put a candle on a long, uh, it was like a rod, it was like an extendo match type thing. Yeah. And up into that heat exchanger you went and looked around inside there with with a candle. Candle and a little mirror. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> it's come a long way, man, from, well, what, and, from back then. Well, and the then. new style heat exchangers, you couldn't you couldn't do that. You can't no, get there's no way to past it's, that first bend. Right. And so the new so, heat exchangers are more like a, if you think of an exhaust on a car, it's more of a round exhaust like you'd have on a car versus, uh, man, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like a you take a book and turn it up on its end, you know, the size of the cell it's, itself is kind of like, you know, if you take the guts out of the book and you just had this outside perimeter of the of the, the book, book itself, you know. Mm. I'll have to think about cell. that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's not super clear either. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Glad I muddied that up. <laughs> Dude, it sounds like it's a good time for a break. <laughs> I'm glad we got all 30 of those points covered. And, wow. Uh, yeah. Time. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> well, we'll be back with about 29 more points right after these words. <laughs> this segment brought to you by the good folks over at Chesterfield Service. Chesterfield Service takes pride in providing the highest quality heating, cooling, and appliance repair with the finest customer service in the greater St. Louis and surrounding areas. In fact, we are so committed to offering you the best service that we train our staff to become your customer service expert. We're so sure that you'll love our service that we offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. We thrive to exceed our clients' expectations. Feel free to browse our site, and if you need further information, contact our customer service experts. 532-5841. Give us a call. All right, folks, we're back. We're back, and we're going to hit like 29 29, 29 points. 29 points real fast. You ready? Yes. <laughs> Hold on to your yeah, steering wheel. Yeah. So, yeah, we're really not. We're going to, if we get by three of these, we're going to be in good shape. So, the, the first one the, and the main killer for a heat exchanger, and which is uh, always uh, something that we look at, is airflow. And I'll let Travis kind of explain to you what we do as far as airflow testing uh, goes. Yeah. Well, the, the testing procedure for us actually uses what's called a magnahelic gauge. Which actually touch, yeah, that is yeah, magnahelic. Magna you can look that up you online. That with something, yeah, magnahelic gauge. <laughs> it actually tests airflow pressure. So, and they measure that in tenths of an inch of water column. So it's so like it's a, ASI. ASI. Yeah, so PSI is water pressure, right? So yeah, airflow pressure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That didn't go. Per square inch. Yeah, something. Yeah, air square inch. I, yeah, I don't know. No, it's so it's, it's airflow. It's airflow and. Um, what we can basically look at is how much pressure is the system generating. And if we see that pressure is too high in one place or another, then we know that we've got an airflow problem. Um, the blower is running at a specific speed, and the pressure should be between X and Y parameter. So we look at it and we go, okay, yes, it's in the factory limits, or no, it's not. And is it a is it an issue with ducting or... Maybe it's just a dirty filter. Yeah, so here's the issue. And what happens is if you have an airflow issue, the air is either traveling too fast or too slow around your heat exchanger, and it'll cause it to crack. Or too rust. slow. Yeah, too slow uh, allows it to rust, typically. Too, too slow, yeah, it'll crack. backwards, yeah. Too, yeah. So it'll allow it to crack because it gets too hot. Crack it's not. Back. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It won't, it won't go. So it going too, 
too slow allows it to get too hot and it'll right. crack. If it's going too fast, it can actually condense right. and cause rust issues inside the furnace. And so having that having that set just right is and having super the, important. Is super important. That's right. Super back from our days, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, like Travis said, it could be a variety of different things that can cause airflow issues. It can be just the furnace itself is probably set up wrong. Good possibility. Yep. Uh, it could be that you've got a dirty filter or got a bunch of vents capped closed. off. A lot of different things. Capped so we'll off, look at closed, all um, changed by some unknowing contractor. The other big thing that we look at each time is uh, any type of code violations that you might have in your house uh, in regards to your gas furnace. And so... Uh, it's important so uh, so that this thing is safe to make sure we have the right amount of combustible air uh, in the oh, basement yeah. around it. Yep. If you had recent changes either in your basement or things right around your furnace, uh, we look we look for those codes. We look for gas line code issues. Yeah. Uh, we've just had a, a big thing come out about uh, uh, some type of tubing that was actually used in a lot of new homes, especially out in West County. Was all over Fox News, I think, last week. Uh, really? That's the one. Yeah, the PEX was it PEX tubing? No, it wasn't PEX. Nope. It was the stainless steel CSST. CSST, uh, where the codes have uh, they're changing. They're trying to get the codes changed on it. We don't use that type of tubing. We've actually got uh, different ways around that, but it's uh, something that's in our industry. Yep. Um, and then uh, vent codes. So yes. how the thing is actually vented outside, and there's a lot of different stuff when it comes to that because you have different levels of efficiency uh, for the furnace. And so uh, we just got called last week. Client had a vent code issue that uh, wasn't resolved when the new furnace was installed to begin with. And now we have uh, a house that can't sell uh, because of a code issue. And they're having to get it within those parameters before uh, the house gets sold. We usually, we get called, I don't know, pretty something convenient, like, I don't know, between 12 and 24 hours before the house sells. <laughs> <laughs> makes everybody really happy. Yeah. If uh, you're when this thinking well. about selling your home. Go ahead and have it be inspected great. before you do it. Yeah. We've got, we've got some really good inspection folks uh, if you're doing a whole house inspection. But if you want to get real specific on the heating and cooling equipment, that would also be money well spent is to have us come out and Even do if regular you do it maintenance. On the, front, on the front hand, do a maintenance yeah. on it, get it cleaned up so that that way when the inspector does come in there, he goes, oh, okay, well, it's been maintenanced and right. I don't see any code violations. Right. Versus, well, it's filthy, it's never been maintenanced, and oh, by the way, you've got a flu issue that's going to throw a major wrench in the clothes right. of your home. Right. And so uh, those are some of the things that we took a look take a look at, and uh, and probably th- third and lastly uh, is in the, in the uh, wintertime around St. Louis, uh, having a good humidifier is very important, and we take a look throughout that part of the machine. So right, right. Most of our clients, and we were doing a, a survey with the technicians. Mm, yeah, we got about 90 percent of our clients do have humidifiers, um, which which is great. However, they have to be maintained. If they're not maintained really? properly, Sometimes they do have the possibility of growing mold uh, or just not working. So you've got a you've got a nice accessory, and you spent some money on it, and now all of a sudden it's not doing near what it should be. Right. It could actually be on, just not performing. Right. So and so our guys go in there first, start them up, get them all going, clean them up, so they actually disassemble the unit, take them all apart. Uh, and then we put a when we do a filter replacement on it, we, we do a full uh, was it a kit uh, that we install? You can, you can do just the just the media filter 
or you can actually do a service kit. Right. Service kit is a few bucks more, but it gives you some additional benefits as far as making sure the water flows right, putting a water line filter in right. to keep all that stuff intact, and a new orifice. Right. Which, so the do-it-yourselfers, we do have all these parts available over the counter uh, yeah. at our shop. So uh, if you're wanting to update your own humidifier and do your own maintenance to it, uh, save a few bucks. These are all components and parts that we stock uh, at our shop locally in West County, and you could come and pick up anything that you need. Comparatively to uh, some of the components that you might be able to buy at Home Depot or Lowe's, I maybe shouldn't say Home Depot or Lowe's, but... Uh, big box stores. Yeah, the big box stores. Big box stores. Uh, we actually buy uh, parts directly from the manufacturer, uh, so it will not cancel your warranties, and uh, you'll actually get the performance that the manufacturer designed, designed yeah. uh, the unit for. So, The crazy part about the big box stores and the, some of the components that they stock, uh -huh. they look very similar yeah, they do. to the factory components. They even package them to make them appear to be factory components they and they're not not, they're not. the, the stretch of the imagination if, if you just like hold up one versus the other the weight of the difference of these pads water panels it's noticeable and you yeah. wouldn't think on a you know thing probably weighs less than a pound that you'd be able to tell a difference it's it's a big big difference so significant the quality is is significantly different one of the things that we've found uh, the big box store water panels they aren't quite sized right, so they they have a tendency to leak. Yeah. And when so, it leaks, it can leak down through the furnace a lot of times. Yeah. And it'll actually damage the furnace. Yeah. And okay, so, I want to take just a minute. We we introduced Allison at the beginning of the show. Yeah, we're going to sit over there like really <laughs> quietly. Really quiet. I know. I'm just trying to take this in and learn, just like our listeners here. So give us give us a quick background, uh, you know, some of your, I guess, schooling and, and things that you're bringing, bringing with you. Okay. Um, I can definitely do that. I just graduated this past May from McKendree University with a Bachelor of Business Administration degree in marketing and an art minor. And while attending my country, I tried to be as involved as possible. I was heavily involved with three different organizations, but I also completed three different internships. And I've done marketing for the National Foundation for Ectodermal Dysplasia, as well as Whisper Wireless Internet. And then I also have worked with Ameriprise Financial. So lots of marketing experience, and I'm excited to bring the knowledge that I learned through those internships here to Chesterfield Services. We're excited awesome. to have you. Yep, yep, that'll be great. <laughs> All right, we'll see Until you next, next time. time. Thanks for joining us and uh, take care.